I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Hey, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to episode number seven, how to stop feeling like a victim. How are you doing? It is the most beautiful fall day here in Utah. I've been looking out my window as I'm working today. The rain is just kind of drizzling down. Our pear trees are off the hook, incredibly beautiful right now. They are one of my favorite fall trees because we get all three colors. We get the green and the gold and the red and sometimes orange, they are just so magnificent right now. And so I'm just looking at them out my window and loving them so much. And when I'm finished here, I'm going to go for a walk and kick the leaves and it's just going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Um, let's dive in and talk a little bit about our topic today. My My desire in creating this podcast is to give as many women as possible the very same tools that I learned through coaching to become as happy and fulfilled as possible, to enjoy all the facets of this life experience by learning to intentionally create what we want. Now, I know that not everyone can afford coaching, so this is a free service that I can offer. And if you listen and apply what you learn, it will absolutely change your life. I kind of think about it like this. The podcast is sort of the DIY version of coaching. And then on the other hand, one-on-one coaching is sort of the fast pass. It's like having me there with my eyes on your situation, showing you what you might be too close to see on your own. And one of the most difficult things to see for ourselves is those areas where we are abdicating our power, where we're becoming a victim of our circumstances. So let's check in. As I offer you the following examples, just ask yourself, do I do this? Okay, here we go. How often do you blame your feelings or your emotions on what is happening around you? Do you blame the weather for your bad mood? Do you blame your spouse for the resentment that you feel? Do you blame your neighbor for your anger when their dog poops on your lawn? (laughs) Do you blame your parents or the way you were raised for the dissatisfaction that you feel now in your life? Do you blame your spouse for the fact that maybe you delayed your career to stay home with the kids? Do you blame other people for making you feel angry or offended? Do you blame your kids for your not feeling appreciated? Do you blame your husband for your lack of enjoyment or connection in your marriage? Do you blame the politicians for your lack of success in your job? Do you blame anyone else? for your frustration, your loneliness, or whatever negative emotion you're experiencing. We see this so often in our society today. Lack of personal responsibility is creating a whole society of blame, and we see it everywhere. 
It's the Republicans' fault, or it's the Democrats' fault, or it's my religion's fault, or it's their fault, whoever that is. And then I'm just going to be mad about it, right? No matter what we're experiencing, when we blame someone or anything else for the results that we create or the way that we feel, we give up all of our power. This is exactly where I was at when I found coaching. I was miserable and it was everyone else's fault. The economy, my marriage, my husband, all their fault. (laughs) I felt powerless to change because I was living at the effect of everyone and everything around me. I was spontaneously reacting rather than acting with intention. But as I developed the ability to take full responsibility for my own emotions and the way that I felt, I became stronger and stronger and also happier and happier. When we're stronger and happier, guess what? Our problems are easier to handle. The trials in our lives become opportunities instead of curses. And instead of avoiding those hard classrooms of our lives, we accept them. And we learn to shift our perspective to one that helps us grow rather than drowning in a pit of despair. Now, this doesn't mean that bad things don't happen in our lives. So don't hear me say that, right? Of course they do. People around us will behave poorly at times. That's the way of it. For sure, this is going to be the case. It's part of the human experience. But what it does mean is that even though bad things happen, I have a choice how I respond. I have the ability to think on purpose. I can choose what I want to think about those things in a way that either makes me stronger or weaker. Viktor Frankl stated this perfectly. He said, everything can be taken from a person, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. These wise words came from a Holocaust survivor who endured pain and hardship that none of us can even comprehend. He cracked the code. He learned for himself, not just how to survive, but how to still find beauty and meaning in life because he chose to. When we place blame, whether we're conscious of it or not, We're choosing to believe that we are not the creator of our own lives, but rather we're living at the effect of someone else's actions or their desires. And I don't know about you, but that sounds horrible to me. In fact, I've lived it. So I know it is horrible. (laughs) No one and nothing has the power to make you feel anything you don't want to feel. So maybe you're thinking, great, Jane, this all sounds really good but you don't know what I'm going through. And I have no idea how to not feel like a victim. It really is someone else's fault. Here's what I want to say about that. I do know life is hard. I do know that accidents happen, that people are harmed. Sometimes they're even murdered, that jobs and homes are sometimes lost, that cancer or illness create physical and financial hardship. There are a million struggles that we face as being human. No one will deny that there are so many circumstances for humans that absolutely suck. But as humans, God gave us the ability to think on purpose. It is our God-given right. In Galatians 6, 7, it says, Whatsoever a man soweth, 
that shall he also reap. This is especially true when it comes to our thinking. So think about this. What are you planting in your brain that is creating an unwanted harvest? Choosing our thoughts intentionally is the key to creating a better experience for ourselves. Here is how it works. Our thoughts create our feelings. It's a biological fact. A thought causes two neurons to connect and release a flood of chemicals that create a vibration in your body. That vibration is emotion. A thought is typically triggered by a circumstance, right? Something outside of our control. A a circumstance is simply a fact. It is neutral. For example, a circumstance could be the color of your car, the numbers on the scale, a person in your life, or the words that someone else says. It's something that everyone else would agree on. Again, it's always neutral, neither positive or negative until we have a thought about it. Our thoughts assign meaning to our circumstances. They create a story around them. And as we nurture that story, our brain looks for all of the other ways that it's true. It likes that additional support. It likes proof. So it's always scanning to make us right. And the more that we nurture this story, it becomes a belief. But here's what is also true. Our thoughts are always a choice. And just because something might be true, that doesn't mean the way I'm choosing to think about it is helpful to me in my life or that it's the only true thing in my situation. We have to question the story that our brain is offering. How is this not true? What is also true in this situation? Here's an example to help illustrate this point. Let's say we have a circumstance of husband coming home one hour late from work. Notice how neutral this is. Like we're just telling the facts. Husband said he would be home by five and comes home at six. Okay. Now. I might choose to have the thought, I'm not a priority to him. Wow, that could be a painful thought, right? How do I feel when I think that thought? I probably feel pretty hurt. Think about how I might act when I feel hurt. I might withdraw. I might pout a little bit. I might not greet him warmly, all that kind of stuff. And then my result that I create for myself is I show him that he's not a priority to me, right? I withdraw. I don't make him important. I pull back, I pull away. Okay. Let's contrast this to the same circumstance, but using a different thought, choosing a different thought, right? So a circumstance stays the same husband comes home one hour late from work. And instead of choosing the thought that I'm not a priority, I put my brain to work saying, what else could be possible here? And maybe I come up with thought, maybe he got stuck in traffic. I'm so glad he's finally home and safe. When I think that thought, that fills me with some appreciation, like hallelujah, he's home. I love this person and he's safe. He's here, right? When I feel that appreciation, look at how my actions would be different. I would greet him warmly and appreciatively. I would hug on him and be grateful for him. Um, I'd be warm and inviting and, and joyful. And then my result, instead of thinking I'm not important to him. When I think I'm glad he is finally home and safe, 
right? I create more safety in our relationship. I create more love between us. Same circumstance, two completely different thoughts that will produce completely different actions from me and affect the results I create. When we accept responsibility for the choices we make and the thoughts that we choose to think, we ignite our personal power. This might sound hard to you now, but trust me, knowing that our thoughts are optional is the best news ever. It gives us the power to control the way that we feel. Please remember, blaming someone else for the choices that we make or the way that we feel is like superwoman handing over her cape. Do not give your cape away. You have the power to feel whatever you want to feel, but you have to choose it on purpose. So here's my challenge for today. Examine your own mind. Notice where you place blame and find thoughts that create the blame. Once you're aware of what they are, choose one of those thoughts and get to work on changing it. This is where the magic lies, my friends. It's all available to you. Now, as you work on changing that thought, we're not going to do completely the opposite because we want it to be a thought that the brain will accept. We want it to be a thought that it doesn't reject immediately. Otherwise we just create more negativity. So if we have the thought that I'm not important to my husband, maybe I have some evidence for that. Maybe there's a lot of times where I felt like he hasn't put me at the top. What else could I choose to think, right? Maybe I have lots of evidence to prove that true. So if I just say, oh, I'm the most important thing in the world to my husband, my brain will reject it. It will not, it won't take root. We want to change it, tweak it a little bit so that it's super believable from the brain. And I think sometimes just adding words at the beginning of a thought, like it's possible, it's possible that this is how my husband shows that I'm important by working so hard. It's possible that this isn't about me. And this is about him trying to prove himself as a good employee at his job. It's possible that I am not showing him how important he is to me. And he doesn't feel it either. Like what else is going on here? What else is possible? Find Find that little thought that just bumps you off of that super highway onto the little frontage road. We want to start creating a new neural pathway that's that's not so unbelievable, but that I that I can replace that other painful thought. So do this work, identify that thought, start moving it for yourself. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at jane at janecopier.com. Ask me your questions. I'm happy to help. I'd love to respond to you. Thank you for joining me today. Come back tomorrow. I'm going to have more great tips and tools for you. We're going to keep working on this, building on these tools to help you create even more joy in your life. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. 
Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com, and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together. And we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.